0: Thank you for listening to this BakerBots podcast. BakerBots has the experience, knowledge, and people to solve our clients' most significant legal issues. For more information on BakerBots practices, please visit us at bakerbots.com. This presentation is provided by BakerBots LLP for educational and informational purposes only. It is not legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship. Under the rules of certain jurisdictions, this communication may constitute attorney advertising.
1: Welcome to the Environmental Evolutions Podcast, where we explore the changing landscape of environmental law and policy. I'm your host, Megan Birch. Today's episode responds to key questions we received following a prior episode announcing California's enactment of landmark climate reporting legislation that applies to both public and private companies, Just by way of quick recap, in October, Governor Newsom signed into law Senate Bill 253 and 261, which collectively established comprehensive greenhouse gas reporting obligations for businesses, quote, doing business in California and that have a certain total annual revenue. Unsurprisingly, the burning question we received over and over again is what does it mean to be doing business in California? The legislation is silent on this point, and we will not have a final answer until the California Air Resources Board, CARB, completes its rulemaking implementing the legislation, which it is obligated to do by January 1, 2025. In the meantime, the legislature did leave us some clues in the legislative history. And I've enlisted the help of my partner, Will Gorat, from our state and local tax group in San Francisco to discuss where CARB may be headed. Will, thank you for joining me today.
2: Thanks, Megan. Happy to do it.
1: All right, Will. So just to get started here, 253 and 261 do not define doing business in the text of the legislation. What do we know about what the legislature may have had in mind?
2: Sure. So different California agencies have different standards for what it means to be doing business. And we have different standards for California sales and use tax purposes, California corporate income tax purposes, California secretary of state purposes. And here, the legislative history specifically references the California corporate income tax standard for doing business or nexus uh, for purposes of this statute. And that's why it's relevant here for the analysis of what it means to be doing business in in California and thus subject to the disclosure reporting requirements.
1: Okay, so I know that that standard is something near and dear to your heart, being a California tax lawyer. What is the standard?
2: So for California corporate tax purposes, an out-of-state company is doing business in the state within California if it has a physical presence within the state or makes the requisite level of sales into the state.
1: Hmm, that seems a little ambiguous. Well maybe you could talk a little bit about that physical presence component. What would qualify for the purposes of the standard?
2: So for purposes of the doing business or nexus standard, um a company has a physical presence within the state if it's organized or commercially domiciled in the state, if it has employees within the state, or if it has owned or leased real or tangible personal property within the state. So it's a very low standard. Even one person working from home, one employee working from home has been found to satisfy nexus for corporate income tax purposes and to mean that an out-of-state company is doing business within the state.
1: Wow, um, that certainly is a low bar. You weren't kidding. Well, let's say you don't have a physical presence, no lone stray employees that decamped to California. Can you still be doing business in California?
2: Yes. California also has what we call a factor presence nexus standard. And so if you look at the statute, it says 50000 of property, 50000 of payroll, or $500,000 of sales. Well, if you've met the physical presence for employees or property, then those thresholds don't matter. If you have physical presence, even if the dollar amounts below that threshold, then you're still doing business within the state. So separately from that physical presence, if an out-of-state company has no physical presence but makes $500,000 of sales into California, which adjusted for inflation is about $690,000 for 2022, it's an inflation-adjusted standard then it's doing business within the state and has nexus with California, even without a physical presence of employees or property. So just to recap, it could be having the physical presence of employees or property in the state or making sales exceeding roughly $690,000 into California.
1: Okay, that is pretty broad. So if your company is thinking about whether this applies to you, what else do you need to be thinking about?
2: Well, it's really a close analysis of whether you've got employees whether they're within California or traveling to California a significant amount, whether you've got property within California, whether you have California sales. For tax purposes, there's significant guidance out there of what it means to be a California sale, and it's fairly complex. So it does require a thorough analysis, really nuanced look at whether you've met this doing business standard.
1: Well, I'm sure you've given listeners lots to think about, and it sounds like this is going to be an area with a number of follow-up questions.
2: I I think so. It'll be interesting to see how the CARB regulations come out. But in the meantime, it seems like this California corporate tax standard for doing business is what's most relevant and what should be reviewed to try to get a handle on these requirements.
1: That makes a lot of sense, Will. And certainly we will be monitoring CARB's process closely as the board develops the implementing regulations for SB 253 and 261. Well, listeners, that's all for today's episode. If you have questions about whether this legislation may apply to your business, Will's contact information is available in the show's episode notes. Will, thank you for coming on the podcast today.
2: Thank you, Megan. Much appreciated.
0: With that, I'm Megan Burge. Thank you for spending time with me. Baker Bots LLP provides podcasts for educational purposes only. They are not legal advice and are not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship. This communication may constitute attorney advertising.